0: Love, talk, radio. Good evening. This is your good friend, the very esteemed and well-traveled Clarence Copernicus Cloverleaf. Welcoming you to another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio, hosted by the host with the most, Jimmy Falcon! you can always feel free to call in at 602-753-1883 to ask a question to the host or any of his well-established guests. Just please remember when calling in to be on your best behavior. This is a G-rated show, you know. Hey, that was a wicked rhyme. Anywho, just be sure to be kind and courteous. Now, on to the main event! I've got a picture of your house <laughs> And you're standing by the door It's black and white and faded It's looking pretty worn See the fact without a word I don't need to be the king of the world Longest long as I'm the hero of this little girl Heaven is All righty, we are back for another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio. I'm the host of The Most Shooting Falcons. And it is an absolute honor to welcome Dewey Murray to the show. How's it going, Dewey? Good. How are you? I'm good, man. A little warm today, but, I mean, it's the summer, I guess that's all you can ask for. Yeah. What, uh, what made you want to be a wrestler? You've been working, what, 15 years now? Holy cow. Yeah, I'm getting old. <laughs> um, I started when I was uh, 15. I got trained in the upstate New York area. By uh Rick Matrix and uh, a guy by the name of Chip Stetson. Very cool. And uh, how was the uh, the training? I know that it, sometimes it differs, but mostly it's uh, people will find out if they want. But it's not easy. Um, all the guys that I got trained by in the area were trained the old school way. Um, Chip was one of the USWF guys. Uh, Rick Matrix was one of the first graduates out of the L. Snow school when he first opened it in the 90s, so that goes to date date Rick Matrix, and I was also uh, trained by a gentleman named Hellcat who graduated from Dory Funk's school down in Florida. Oh, so I had huh. the old school training, I had the, you know, do calisthetics, you know, learn how to run the ropes before you bump, learn how to, you know chain wrestle before you learn moves. I I basically learned it the right way. That is great. Yeah, it's always good to be able to find the right training because you don't want to think you're you're getting some useful knowledge and then you get out there for your first match and you like break your neck or you break somebody else's neck. It's uh it's something you really need to look into. Yeah, the wrestling school I came from, um produced luke harper colin delaney um me dick justice or richard justice as has seen on tna and stuff like that so so they've actually produced quite a slew of good guys that's awesome and of course you have done quite a handful of of stuff with wwe a handful uh how did you first become involved with them and what have been some what have been some of your finest finest memories? Um, the first time with them I thought it was a rip. Um I was on my way to a show on a Saturday and I literally got a phone call at ten thirty in the morning and goes, Hi, my name is Amanda with WWE is this blah 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 and I'm interested in booking him and I'm like, Okay, weird, this is a girl calling to booked me for WWE this is completely awkward and weird and she ended up actually being you know I legitly asked her if this was a rib or not and she was who she was and next you know three days later I'm in Canada getting my head shaved and beat up by a woman (laughs) so I mean and then ever since then I've always been you know uh, a, a guy that's been used here a guy that's been used there and stuff like that but uh my one of my favorite untold stories, um, and I know this isn't going to get me signed anytime tomorrow or anything, but if you are under WWE's watch, they will take care of you, and they are there for you. Um, I worked with them last year, and they went to go put me on TV, and they gave me my physical, and my blood pressure was two hundred and ten over one hundred and sixty. Oh my god they let me work the whole loop. They actually called my doctor and they sent me in for testing and everything and told me I was allowed to be late to call time. And they still worked with me and and, and let me do a little segment because come to find out it's been almost a year and a half and I really don't touch coffee or anything anymore because I developed a caffeine sensitivity and actually WWE doctors are the ones who actually caught it. And it was funny after I got done doing the loop, John Cohn still checked in on me and everything and the doctor, you know, I, I got an email making sure everything was okay and all that. So they um they actually do take care of their guys when they when they do use you. That's very cool. It's always nice to see someone, uh, you know, from the NE scene be able to be used on the WWE because there's so much great talent out there that yeah. I think they're missing you know and then it's cool you know after after that I got called back you know about eight months later I got beat up by Ronda Rousey Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch before Mania and you know got the segment played on Mania so that was basically I mean CM Punk highlight was really cool but I think that, that one actually took the cake Hell yeah, you got your WrestleMania moment. And that's hard. But you know what though? That makes four of us out of the Rochester area, my hometown where I'm from that actually had mania moments. Wow. Because you got China, you've got Luke Harper, Colin Delaney, and then me. We we we, we are the four that have have had some form of mania moment, like Colin teamed with Tommy Dreamer and wrestled Eminem, and then you know, Harper's been in a few of the rumbles, and he won the tag titles. Oh, China's got history like no other. so. Very true. And of course, working for 15 years, you had tons of matches. Uh, who would you say were some of your favorite opponents and uh, really brought the best out in you? Uh wow um I've worked a lot um and I've actually have to say I, I I actually enjoy working Cheech um who's one of the former Ring of Honor guys and recently I don't know how familiar you are with the uh, old ECW Extreme referee HC Oh, he yeah. was uh, one half of the Carnage Crew. Uh, I've actually been working him a lot lately and he's actually one hell of a time. That's awesome. It's always good when you can find someone that, that brings your best out in wrestling. Um, also too, you know, coming up, I get to work just incredible. I'm looking forward to that one. All right. Because I've seen him recently on a show and he's got the, uh, I wouldn't say itch back, but he's got his motivation back 120%, and he's putting on uh, some actually hell of a good matches right now. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, you would worked so many people, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I lost my train of thought. I was just getting ready to ask you the same freaking question. That's a first. So, um, I guess I was going to go to ribs and road stories because, you know, a lot of the, the fun stuff that happens in wrestling happens behind the scenes. And is there any of those uh, funny moments you'd like to talk about? Um, actually, I've got a lot of them. Uh, But one is, in particular, uh, right now, The the guy is actually really hot from this area. I don't know if you heard of Daniel Garcia. No, have a yeah. He's he's really big in the in the area and stuff. He wrestled uh, Drew Gulak on 205 Live last year, and he was actually I did the extra loop with him. And uh, so there's a woman by the name of Lady Frost. She's she's an excellent female worker. She's out of the um, Pittsburgh area, and uh, her husband is Victor Benjamin. But this kid had red deaths on his butt. And they were like, hey, kid, we can't put death on the TV. And uh, I ran in the back, and, I mean, the kid's like jack. He's in really good shape, but, like, tiny little waist. So you got me and a few other, you know, bigger guys. I mean, obviously, you know, he's got muscles, but obviously not a waist to fit anybody's big. So needless to say, on his TV debut, he wore Lady Frost uh, under gimmicks on TV he actually wore uh wore female tights. That's my favorite story. Very cool. And uh you know say one day um after you've quit wrestling, what's one uh, phrase or wording that you would want someone to use to be associated with your name? Uh Positive influence, believe it or not. Wow, that's great, though. I mean, you definitely—I—I would hope a lot of people would, would want to be remembered for living uh, and giving some kind of positive uh, part to life. That's awesome. Um, I—I I don't know. I've—I've I've been open about it the last two and a half years. Um, I suffer from a skin condition, uh, psoriasis. And it's the same condition that Emma has. Or uh, if you've ever seen uh, the commercial that has Cindy Lauper on it for Cosentix. Oh, yeah. um, I I actually do a lot of advocate work for the National Psoriasis Foundation. I I help run events and do appearances for them. And I'm actually an advocate for Cosentix. If you go on YouTube, there actually is an episode with me and Cindy talking about my condition Um, Last year, last July, I was actually in People's Magazine. Um, Not many independent wrestlers can say that they've actually been in People's Magazine, Um, but I actually was, which was cool. Um, And then if you go to any dermatologist's office throughout any country, if you go and get the Cosentix information pamphlets and you actually flip it on the back, I'm actually right on the back of the uh, package as a model for them. Nice. I'm sure it's, you know, difficult living with something like that, but uh, being able to uh, get help with it, I'm sure it just makes, makes going out into the world a lot easier and being able to show your, your arms and everything. Yeah. And and you know what though, I, I've, I've, I've had this since I was a kid, since I was in my teens. And I never heard of any wrestlers or any anybody in the sports entertainment business actually having it until actually I mean, Emma Talia Dashwood, I mean I don't know what you wanna call her until she came out about it. Wow. You know, like like I thought it was, you know, I'm I'm the only one, I'm the only one that, you know, based my gimmick around it and certain things and And when she came out about it, I was actually really sad because, I mean, being a female wrestler, you can't be, like, a a male wrestler. You can't hide it. You know what I'm saying? You can't put on a full body suit. You know, you can't, you know, start hiding certain areas, you know, so it's a lot tougher. And I give her a lot of credit for being open about it. Gimmick stealing. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's in my past. <laughs> that uh, that was kind of it's kind of funny. I, I didn't want to bring that up. Um, with Blue Dewey oh, and, yeah. and all those. Um, how did those come about? I mean, you really had some interesting matches with in those characters. Um, I had some amazing matches. I I mean, I had one guy book me. Because I don't know if you remember when they were doing that weird internet pay-per-view years and years ago where it was, like, Internet or Cyber Sunday, I think it was, where, like, the fans got the vote for yeah. whoever wrestled who. Oh, uh, I don't think so, but I might have, have seen it. And uh, I remember it. Was, this is how far back it it, it was. Goldust was the Intercontinental Champion and Honky Tonk Man was actually one of the people you could vote for and the promoter only booked me to be Goldust to wrestle Honky Tonk Man because that's the match he wanted to see on WWE (laughs) pay-per-view that's like one of my, my my most other than that um, I'll put Stevie Richards over to the moon and back. Um, he seen me do gold dust and, uh, Danny Dorian showed him pictures and always told him he goes, Hey man, this kid makes a good meanie. And I actually got to work with Stevie for a few shows and stuff doing the Stevie world order, which was really cool. I had to work with him and Dorian for a few shows, which was nice, you know, but, um, Uh, Other than that, I mean, it was just fun going places and just, you know, the fans would get into it and it, it was just an easy night. But, you know, now I appreciate, you know, working a lot harder and having more fun. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Having fun and playing it safe. Especially in wrestling. Well, you mentioned uh, you know, a couple of things you got coming up, but I always like the last question to be uh what the future holds for you. So uh you can plug your upcoming shows or Twitter, Facebook, anything like that. Uh yeah, uh Twitter, Dewey uh eighty seven is my Snapchat. I'm trying to because I just got a Snapchat. Uh Twitter is at the Real Mother Trucker and then my Facebook is Dewey Murray. Um Let's see, I've got Atlantic Championship Wrestling coming up uh, next weekend. Then I have a few other dates here and there coming up, and uh, I have a few events coming up in September that I will be hosting for the uh, National Storiasis Foundation. And I'll have all that posted on all my social medias. That is awesome, dude. Sounds like you have some awesome stuff coming up, brother. Thank you so much for uh, for giving me some time today, and best of luck with everything coming up, and with the uh, with the years down the line as well. well thank you, Hopefully hopefully uh, I'll I'll get a call in again. I hope so. All right, thank you. You guys <laughs> Have take a care. Yeah. Right, bye bye. All right, everybody. If you just happened to join us, maybe you tuned in five minutes ago. You know I like to do this whole spiel. You can always go check out the interview in the uh, archive in about ten minutes or so. Uh, it should be downloaded and ready for your listening pleasure. Uh, before I promote what the show is coming up, I want to make sure I promote the, the conventions because I forgot all about it last time. Uh, 2019 Silicon, September 6th and 7th at the Cross County Mall in Mattoon, Illinois, and the 2019 Dark History and Horacon October 26th and 27th, 2019 at the City Center in Champaign, Illinois. Uh, tons of great guests going to be there, and I'll be running around doing my normal craziness uh, as well. I can't wait to see everybody. Uh, SoCon.com or dhh for more info. And ticket prices on those conventions. We'll be back July 5th with uh, second-generation wrestler, the Cuban Assassin, Richie Esvedo, of course, the son of the original Cuban Assassin, Angel Esvedo. Very nice talking to him. Uh, July 8th, professional wrestler The Man Under Par, Dale Springs, joins us. I have got a lot of wrestling shows coming up, going back to my formative years here. Uh, July 14th, actor and professional wrestling manager Nikita Bredznikov returns to the show to promote his new book, When It Was Real, co-authored with Scott Teal of Crowbar Press. And July 19th, woman's wrestling legend, former WTW star Malia Hasaka joins us. It's going to be a great month for wrestling, and I hope to see you guys on the 5th. Have a great Independence Day. Be safe. Don't blow off the finger. Eat some good uh, barbecued out food, some hamburgers and hot dogs, and have fun with the family. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to the Cloverleaf Radio Network, where you can find shows such as The Hollywood Connection, Cloverleaf Radio, Night Moves Radio, and Soul Stories. You can find us on Facebook under the Cloverleaf Radio Network. We broadcast on Anchor, Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and many more. Tune in anytime during the week. We post our links. You can listen on your own time, on your own day, anytime you want. We provide you with new material every week. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.